Hey, Shepherd family, this is Pastor Scott Seidler. I bring grace to you and peace from God our Father, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This week in our Being Challenged worship series, we're focused on a single word, and that is community. And we're focused on a single verb, committing to community. Community is an essential part of God's design for humanity. He created Adam and Eve by saying it's not good for Adam to be alone. And the first community on earth was formed. As God moved forward with human history, he pulled from the earth a covenant people by the name of Israel. And that covenant people, they journeyed together through thick and thin, through desert and drought. They journeyed together always under the banner of a God who loved them and whose loving kindness led them through even the darkest, deepest valleys, even the ones filled with the shadow of death. Psalm 23. As we gather this weekend in worship, we're focused on committing to community, and especially in a time that is known by social distancing, um, six feet apart. These key words have only underscored the fact that we find it somewhat taxing to live at a distance from other people. Even you introverts, after a while in the house, you've gone through all the books you have, you, you've binge watched whatever you could watch. Sometimes you just need, you just need to be with people. Well, today we're focused on that. And in order to focus on that today, I want to share with you from a book of scripture that is almost required reading for those who want and seek to be in community with others. I want to read to you from a book of Proverbs, and I want to read a few Proverbs that are focused for us in our small group activities this week in the Being Challenge. These are Proverbs that underscore the importance of living in community with other Christians, ensuring, as I like to say, that your primary peer group is predominantly populated by other Christians, not just Christians, because that's a cult, but rather a peer group that is populated by other Christians so that as you also live with all kinds of different people from different creeds and confessions, you have an anchor point. You have a solid place, a point of reference by which you can live faithfully as a child of God. Let me just read a few of these with you. And in fact, as I read them and they come up on the screen, maybe you take a moment and put the word of God in your mouth. And together as a Christian community at a digital distance, we can uh, enjoy this insight from scripture together. Proverbs 13, walk with the wise and become wise. For a companion of fools suffers harm. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Proverbs 18, 24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 19, 20. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. And one more for good measure, my personal favorite, Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. All of these Proverbs really get at a similar thought. Community matters. If we are to live productive lives in this world, 
if we are going to live productive lives and meaningful lives as the people of God. Now, it's one thing to have community. It's another thing to have a good community. And I think the gut check question for all of us after do we have a Christian community is the second uh, question, how is this Christian community? How valuable are they for us? Do they speak challenge into our hearts? Do they test us when we are going down a path that is maybe neither positive nor negative, or at least obviously so. You see, my point is this. Christian community is something that we are called to be committed to, but not all community is created equal. And I need you to test whether your community is filled with a bunch of yes men and yes women, whether your Christian community is filled with people who have a moral compass that God would say yes to, whether your Christian community is filled with people who prioritize prayer, study scripture, seek solitude, and choose church, that's coming down the road. But you see, the point is that that Christian community is a Christian community esteemed by Christ, if and only if it begins to fill in the blanks on these other habits and disciplines and patterns of behavior that God says are so essential for us. You know, it was... Um, at the beginning of my college career, where I myself was in the early days of my Christian experience, really. And on the one side, I had my college fraternity, good friends with whom I had great fun. And on the other side, there was my Christian ministry, good friends with whom I had great fun. And I must say that over the course of the three and a half years or so of the competing allegiances that I had toward those two groups, it was a constant conversation, where should I commit most predominantly to community? My fraternity, who, as you can imagine, had its own culture and lifestyle, and on the other hand, my Christian community, that had its own culture and lifestyle. Now, you may think that it was an easy pick in the sense that, by definition, a fraternity is a fraternity and a Christian ministry is a Christian ministry. But the fact of the matter is, as I look back on that time now, I wish I had more challenge and discernment in me to press into my Christian community about some things that were happening there that, in retrospect, were not healthy. And I also wish that I had the wisdom and insight in my heart of hearts back then to also say there are some valuable things about friendship and loyalty that I saw over here in my fraternity that I wish would not have come across maybe in such a condemning or judgmental way. Here's my point. We occupy many different communities, our family, our work, our neighborhood, circle of friends, church. Each of these communities can offer valuable things to us. But the question is, which one do you elevate? And how do you go about elevating that community? Every one of us has to work through the wisdom that is called forth from us from the book of Proverbs. 
because each of these communities in their own way can sharpen us to be more faithful toward the God that has purchased and won us through Christ to be his own. Ultimately, my hope as a pastor, and certainly my goal as a Christian, is to find a community where first and foremost the Lord Jesus Christ is honored and not antagonized. Without that faith foundation in the community that I entrust the care of my soul to, my soul will wither. My soul will not fare well. I want that for you as well. Find other Christians. But just because you find other Christians with whom to have community does not mean your job is done. You need to sharpen them as much as they should be expected to sharpen you. And if that mutual sharpening is not taking place, then the question for me is, what is the value of that so-called Christian community? I want to be honest and say, in our American culture, I have real concerns about how Christian community has actually lived out on all sides and how Christians in community with other Christians are meaningfully, patiently, warmly, winsomely, lovingly, let's see, what other adjectives can I find? They are encouraging one another in a way that everybody is moving toward the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, toward the maturity which Jesus Christ wants for us as his children through these days of 21st century pandemic living. We've got some work to do, don't we? And it's tough work. The community to whom we entrust the care of our soul will determine in many ways the course of our lives. The course of our lives is determined, as Zach points out in his book, more by the friends and community that we hold close than by almost any other factor of our lives. Choose your friends wisely. Challenge them to sharpen you. Don't take their friendship for granted by letting them get off easy. Ask them how you can change. Ask them where are the blind spots in the life that you are living. Invite them to call you out if there is something in your life that is worthy of criticism. Friends, community is an awesome awesome responsibility for us to have and a burden for us to bear. And I pray that our shepherd family can be a place where real Christian community can be found. If you're new to our shepherd family, if you're engaging with us on digital ministry and are watching with us from not only here in the United States, but somewhere around the world, we want to hear from you. And we want to find out what it is that you're doing in your own neck of the woods, in your place where you reside, in order to see Christian community become more prominent, more predominant, and, uh, and for us to pray and encourage for you. Well, as we uh, leave this message, final question, what are you going to do this week? What habits and patterns of behavior are you going to change? in order for your community to become a place that is truly worthy of your commitment. As we wrap up today, I'm reminded that the pinnacle of all Christian community is the love of God that is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we wrap up today, that you would make that your sincere prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, lead me to a community 
that loves you nearly as much as you have loved me. Amen.